Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. This is the Rich Eisen Show. This fascinates me. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Oh my God. It is coming. The Super League of College Athletics is coming. And you better get on board. Earlier on the show, Fox Sports College football reporter Bruce Feldman. WWE Hall of Famer Bill Goldberg. Still to come. Your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. It's for you, folks. It's July 1. It is the month of training camps opening in the National Football League. It is the month of the baseball all-star game. It is the month of free agency in the NBA. And it has begun today. Uh, 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on this program. We just uh, hung up with Goldberg. If you missed that conversation with the WWE legend, uh, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Same thing with that chat we had in hour one with Bruce Feldman of The Athletic and Fox Sports on the seismic event that took place here. I should use probably a different word involving yeah. Southern California. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Huge, huge. Wow. Spectacular. Uh, altering. <laughs> the landscape of college athletics, USC and UCLA saying adios. To the old Pac-10 turned Pac-12. And they're joining the old Big Ten uh, to give it 16 teams. Dang. And one thing, I, I mean, one of the things I'm, I'm wondering about is, is, is how, do you, how are we going to schedule this in the Big Ten? You know, there's 16 teams and there's going to be nine conference games, I imagine. Wouldn't you want to have 10? If you're the Big Ten and you're going to have 16, wouldn't you just basically say... Let's have ten games, and then two at non-conference. And I, I imagine let, let's let's open it up. Yeah. And you know, I will just say this to uh, my friends here in Southern California: Welcome to some really serious, serious competition. It's been a while. Been a while. Been a while. Been away a long time. You better bring a bring your shine box when you're showing up because we're showing up. And I will just counsel this to my friends in Westwood as well. And I, you 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 need to you need to show up to your uh, your stadium. 
because the way I've seen the Rose Bowl for UCLA home games the last several years, if that's what you're bringing to the table in 2024, and let's just say your home schedule includes Michigan or Ohio State or Penn State or Wisconsin, just to name four, they're going to turn the Rose Bowl into such a home game, it's going to make Chargers home games look like Lambeau Field. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm shooting you straight. I mean, you're 100% dead on, man. I'm shooting you straight. And by the way, I will love, and every, every Big Ten game that's played in UCLA starting in 2024 in the Rose Bowl, and I would love, we don't have research, I would love to look up the ones the last time a Big Ten conference game was played in the Rose Bowl. I bet you they were forming the League of Nations when that happened. I bet you we're, we're talking about pre-prohibition. If that, that might have happened, you know, in a barnstorming way once upon a time. Whatever they called the Big Ten back in the day. A conference game. But I would just say... Please, every UCLA home game in the Big Ten should start at 5 o'clock Pacific. 8 Eastern, I understand what that might mean. Put it on big, put it on the Big Ten network if that's what you got to do. Because there is no place when the sun goes down and a football game is played Pasadena. like <laughs> the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. And it will be filled up every time. And my warning shot, again, to my friends in Westwood, and I've got many of them, is you better get that fan base up and pumped. Because there will be a ton of maize and blue and scarlet and gray and green and white. Michigan State out here. Did I I leave them out? My bad. Michigan State out here will sell that Rose Bowl out. There will be a whiteout when Penn State shows up here. Absolutely. It's coming. We coming. Iowa travels. There's there's a lot of us. And you don't in think you don't country. think these Midwesterners want to go to L.A. for oh, a just, vacation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure, yeah. sure enough. Uh, late October, yeah. November, November. Hey, let me take a trip to L.A. Make it a four oh, day weekend. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. And same thing for USC. <laughs> yeah. That's a large coliseum, folks. That is a large coliseum. And USC fans here are rabid. I've run into them. I've run into them. I remember when Susie was covering the team. This is you know when Pete Carroll was winning titles, you know, and crushing it. I do remember first moving out here, and I thought to myself, yeah, USC, what fans are going to show up here? USC-Notre Dame game, they showed up in the rain, which is is the equivalent in your Big Ten regular, normal Big Ten neck of the woods, like a a snowstorm. It starts raining here in Los Angeles, and everybody's like, like everyone's hitting Uber Eats. See ya. (laughs) I'm not even going out. It's so weird. It's a fact. (laughs) But people did show up in the rain for that U.S. So there are, you know, the USC trope. But you best, you better show up in that Coliseum because Big Ten's coming. Big Ten is coming. And how about that? When I broke broke it down with um, Bruce Feldman in hour one, Lincoln Riley leaves Oklahoma. And he did not know this was possible. Why? It, when he signed and, he's at, his, he? and he's, he's at his big coming out event, right? Yeah. 
Why would you like, even hey, think he's going to be possible. a Big Ten? He's going to the Big Ten. And that whole conversation from all those Sooner fans was like, he's running from competition, yep. right? Yep. <laughs> yep. He's that, running from competition. Now he's going to find Cameron out what it's like to play a real schedule. <laughs> but the crazy thing is that Lincoln Riley is going to be a Big Ten coach before Brent Venables, his replacement, is an SEC coach. That's how fast this is happening. That's the crazy thing, too. It's this playing season and next playing season, and then off we go. Big Ten season starts. And I just want to know, you know, how are they going to break it up? How are they going to break it up with all 16 teams? I think, if I'm not mistaken, did they make a rule? Would you look this up, Chris? Because I know you're getting ready for what's more likely. But but good. can you look this up? I think the Big Ten passed a rule that they're getting rid of their divisions. You know how the Big 12 does it where it's the top two teams makes well, the, the... The ACC just uh, just announced. What? That they're getting rid of divisions too. The Big Ten okay. is... Yeah, so... Oh, you uh, got to finish those sentences quickly because the ACC just announced Miami yeah, and Clemson joining sorry. the ACC. Uh, yeah, the Big like, Ten, that's, that's, yeah. that's the way these sentences get finished these days. Right. Yeah, the Big Ten in uh, in May. So the Big Ten is the latest uh, conference to consider. Oh, I don't think they've done it. I don't think they've actually done it. You know, where where the Big Ten championship game could potentially be a rematch of Michigan-Ohio State the right, next week. Right, They're talking about it. It's not uh, – it hasn't been decided yet. But the ACC just recently announced that they're getting rid of division. You know, it could well. be just like one huge 16-team mosh pit. But if you've got 16 teams in the Big Ten, you've got to start. But no, no, you've got to start thinking bigger too. What about two, four divisions of four? What about that? You create your own conference. Four of six, and suddenly you got East, you West, know, North, South. You got right, correct, and and a winner of the East, and a winner of the North, and the winner of the South, or, or and the winner got, of or the West. Go old school hockey. You got the Hayes Division and the Schembechler Division. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the Fry Division. Why not? The George Perlis division? Can't piss off my friends at Michigan State. Saban division. Oh. oh. <laughs> but you, uh, you know what I mean? Because like, you also have to have UCLA and U, U, USC still, they must play every November in the same way that Michigan and Ohio State must play every November. And so you might want to just keep them out there Maybe you add two more teams from the Pac-12, and that's your Western division of the Big Ten. Hmm. And then you've got a South, and you've got, and you, and then you just run it like the NFL. You got your division winners, you got your wild card winners, and let's have a playoff, right? One thousand percent. I don't because <laughs> this is the way. Again, I just I know I'm repeating myself, but screw it. It's the way this is going. It's the way this is going. It is going to be professionalized. One thousand percent. But headline is USC and UCLA going to Big Ten country, and it's like, oh God, it's unbelievable. Uh, Big Ten countries can come to Los Angeles too, and, and good seats are currently available in those spots. You got two years. Come on you to got the coast. We get together, have a few laughs. <laughs>, laughs. Yep. I just love that. Yep. The the beautiful Big Ten landmark of the Santa Monica Pier Ferris wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, yep. this is Big Ten country. It is that. <laughs> it is that. 
Uh, okay, um, let me. You know what? Let's take some phone calls. We'll do what's more likely next segment, and then your big ass grab bag is also looming as well. Uh, let's go to uh, you know. Let's Terzo. Uh, Terzo and I has been hanging on forever. What's up, Terzo? What's going on? Yo, what's up, Ridge man? I got a lot to lot to get Terzo. to. Terzo, man, dude, TJ, I love those eleven lows. First and foremost, those are killer, my man. You Thank should you, have a Jordan deal by now. As much as you rep them, you should have. Well, first, I mean, you think so, first, Terzo, first, but no, first, I can't get, Excuse me. Yeah, it I know starts with the blue Twitter yes. check mark. We are <laughs> we have begun the process. Did you did you provide the information necessary, to oh. Mr. Jerry? Yes, okay, I did. very good. Yes, I did. Wait, oh. are, is, are we? Are you going with TJ Jefferson? No, or are you sticking with two Jiggy. I'm sticking with two Jiggy, dude. Name branding, TJ. Come on, bro. You understand? Two Jiggy is iconic. Say that again, Terzo. You you do you do have to go with your name, TJ. Like you you do have to go with it. Two Jiggy, we like it, but come on. Right? Nah, man, Two Jiggy's iconic. I'm but, telling you, but only to I you. Know. No, that listen, uh, that's not true, TJ. Wait a minute, what did we listen, say, feller? Hold excuse, on? TJ. Listen to your legal advice. Gotcha. from Terzo. He's giving you sound it, legal it, advice. It, it, listen it, to it, your lawyer. And see, this is this is the this is the legal <laughs> advice that I would tell Lamar Jackson. Get somebody in your corner to get the deal done. Let's just be done with it. Okay. But first, what we need to get to though is let's 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 take apart what happened with Oklahoma City back whenever they had Harden, KD, and Westbrook. We were all concerned about why Harden left, and then we wanted to jump and pile on KD for leaving. I think Westbrook was the main reason why both of those guys jumped ship. Now. I believe we've seen the same thing with KD to where he's like, I can't trust Kyrie to show up. I got to leave. And I do believe that that's the whole entire point. I'm fine with them holding the ownership hostage and saying, I'm not going to play because Kyrie's already done it. The president's been set. I don't know. I would counsel just waiting and seeing counselor. I, 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 I don't know. Like we're just reading into Kyrie comes back and Durant says, see you anyway. Maybe both of them are like, screw this place, you know, and together there'll be a package deal somewhere. I, 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 you can't predict anything anymore or read into anyone's situations anymore. Certainly when it comes to the NBA, Terzo, you know. A hundred percent. I you completely know? agree with you. I think, but I think KD, if he wants to go play with another player that's going to have that same conviction of wanting to win, yes. I think that there are two point guards, and you've named the one of Miami, and we know – how bad Jimmy Butler wants it. I still think that if I'm him, I want to go up to Portland, blaze mm. those trails, and play with Dane Willard. Thanks for the call, Terzo. Appreciate it. Uh, I don't know. Phoenix looks like a pretty damn good spot, too. And they have the ability to to give the Nets what they want. I mean, yep. that's that's part of this equation, too, is, you know, you have to you have to you have to pre- present a package that the Nets will accept, too. Yeah, it's just a matter by the way, of just, the Nets want Aiton. If it just comes down to that, really. Let's not forget, um, the Nets have a signed contract from Kevin Durant. For four more years. Yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, makes Durant that much more valuable, too. You get four years of control, unless he ops- just decides to that employ the uh, uh, enact the just cause clause. I don't want to play anyone Why? just cause. Like if you know cause. there's one guy in the league who's not going to sit out. Durant wants to play ball. Yeah, he loves basketball so. too much. So. Uh, let's go to Jeff here in L.A., Big Ten country. Welcome to Big Ten country, Jeff. <laughs> What's going on, Rich? How you doing? What's going on? Anyway, I, you know what? I can't believe the last time I talked to you, we were discussing uh, Charles Oakley going to Sizzler, but uh, that's for a different time. Oh, <laughs> remember that. Yes, terrific. <laughs> 
But you know what? I just exactly what you were talking about right now in the scheduling. That's really, as an SC guy, why I'm so excited of this. Now, a lot of it has predicates on uh, USC getting back and Lincoln Riley taking them. But, I mean, how many Saturdays would we be sitting there 7.30 at night against Wazoo and the Coliseum? And it was the most boring thing ever to watch SC beat them 56 to nothing, right? So now you're telling me we get to watch a Wisconsin, potentially a Wisconsin a Penn State, the Michigan Wolverines, oh, yeah. the Ohio State Buckeyes come in and go across country. I mean, I, that's the most exciting thing that I'm for. And, I mean, I mean, 2008, I remember Ohio State came out here the second game of the year, right? Coliseum was 93,000 strong, right? And just the pageantry, everything between both schools, uh that's great. So, well, that, you just brought up an it. interesting point, Jeff, because you know USC and UCLA has got to go on the road as well. I don't know how how many um, hand warmer cozies does USC and UCLA have in their uh, equipment room right now? How many? You know, how many? How many? How many ski? How many? How many? How many ski caps do they have? How many? How many? You know, how, what what do they got there? You know, how much? How, how many? Oh, how many? How much long hey, I, underwear do they have there right now? Because that's coming, pal. That's coming. That's coming. Zero. I was thinking. Point. I was thinking about that Zero. exact. And I, I am. I won't lie, Rich. I'm a little worried about that. You as should. far as because because we all know that uh, SC hasn't been able to run the ball for the past ten years now, and 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 hopefully Lincoln um, is watching what's going on because uh, there was a, a little game that happened what last November up at the Big House where a little run-and-gun Ohio State decided they wanted to do that in the uh, the snow flurries. And how did that work for them against uh, your Wolverines? Hey, man. It didn't work out too well. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Ohio State's uh, quarterback uh, from Rancho Cucamonga, California. Rancho? Uh, and he, he put those hands in those hand warmers quite a bit in the uh, in the the snow and under the slate gray Ann Arbor skies. Thanks for the call, Jeff. That's what I'm – you know it. You know – Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, Iowa, Michigan, keep going, right? Uh, Maryland, Rutgers, uh, Nebraska, Illinois, Iowa, Iowa, name them. Name them all. Minnesota, all of them. When they get UCLA, USC in their house, Wisconsin, late October, early November, hey, guess what? We want a noon start. Noon. You fly on out here from the West Coast, three hours behind in your heads. Let's go. Noon, and it's 20 degrees. How does that taste? Terrible. L.A. <laughs> kiddos. <laughs> Not good. It's coming. Terrible. See, like eating but, a plant-based rib or something. But obviously, they're not going to sit there and say, they're not going to sit there and say, we're going to make this incredibly lucrative and um, one would think relevance ceiling maneuver. Based on that, how quickly did coming. these Big Ten presidents sign off on this? Like two seconds, a half a second. You, like, know, you know why too? Because they're in a TV negotiation now. In the same way, all of these quarterbacks in the NFL that were negotiating their contracts with their teams, the minute Deshaun Watson signed his deal, they're like, "Yeah, all of the stuff we've been talking about, new ball yeah. game." So every single conversation that the Big Tens had with any television partner about their next television deal, from any point from yesterday morning backwards, 
it's like whole new ball game, folks. So why don't we rip up that number and that contact? We're starting from scratch. How does the two teams, popular teams, incredibly popular teams, internationally known teams, UCLA and basketball, USC and basketball as well has definitely performed very well lately. But in football, how about we add those two teams from the number two media market? Oh, that's another uh, zero here. One would think. Turn the machines back on. They had their Duke brothers moment. (laughs) Turn the machines back on in terms of negotiating. Oh, yeah. So that was probably the presidents and chancellors saying, oh, got it. Good. Yeah, I vote yes. Uh, where are we going next? Oh, is that the end of the Zoom? See you. Take a break. What's more likely? TJ's big-ass grab bag. What's your ba- grab bag about, uh, What's TJ? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Well, thanks for uh, covering me there, Jay. Uh, yeah, we're going <laughs> to a little Frank Sinatra. No, that's not Frank Sinatra. Uh, regrets. I'm going to talk about regrets. No, is it, my way, regrets, he's had a few. Yeah, yeah but I didn't think anyone would pick up on that. Oh, you got so regrets. I yeah, so I, I, I won't say I have a regret, but I, I, I took a look at something twice, and I said, hmm, maybe something could be better. Worst tease ever. Yeah, it was bad. I was, well, Jason threw <laughs> you know me what? off with a 10-second... I, I, uh, have, I have regrets asking you. You probably shouldn't have. Or let me know, you know, before... <laughs> you put it on me. This is your... Right. Well, I'm saying, though. We'll take a break. Wow. Can we get Pull it break, together, please? guys. Pull it together. It's July 1st, and we're in Big Ten country. Smile. <laughs> Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. What's more likely, Chris Brockman? Do you have a good little what's more likely for us? Do you got one set up for us? I do. Actually, I was just reading the latest Bruce Feldman tweet about ah, the Pac-12. Okay, what do we have? Uh, one minute ago, the Pac-12 board met this morning and authorized the conference to explore all expansion options. The 10 university presidents and chancellors were made committed to a shared mission of academic and athletic excellence. You know, that reminds me, have you ever seen Life of Brian? You ever see that Monty Python movie? No. There's a uh, a council of Hebrews. Okay. This is, you know, this is the, I don't think there are many Hebrews in Monty Python, so they're not technically allowed to make that joke, but they're Monty Python, so they can. You know how um, <laughs> sure. Hebrews and people of my uh, faith and religion like to talk about stuff, mm-hmm. and things weren't going well for this council, 
And so John Cleese stands up and goes, right, this is cause for immediate discussion. That's what it sounds like with the Pac-12. I think they're scrambling. This calls for immediate discussion. They are You know what scrambling. we will do? This is how our response is. We will sit down and we are going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, well. Here's what we're going to do. We are surrounded with problems. Lots of things are falling apart around us. We need to set up a Zoom. Uh, set up a Zoom and we need to talk. We're going to explore all expansion options. At Who this, wants in? At this point, just merge with the Mountain West. Who wants in? Like UNLV, <laughs> Utah State, San Diego State. I just feel... It's just San Jose like, State. New Mexico Boise. State. It's like just that... Line them up. It's like that recently divorced, you know, dad who's like out of shape, you know, hasn't gotten out there in a while, hitting the bars and going, who wants a piece of this? <laughs> Anybody? Who wants some of this? They need Ryan Gosling to shape him up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> love that movie. David, Ling- David Lingard they, and cuckold in me. Yes. I love that movie. That's <laughs> so good. They need that. What are those? Those are my new balance. Ugh. <laughs> All right. What's more likely? Okay, everybody. Hit it. Hit it. What's more likely? What? What's more likely? Never say never, but never. All right. Go for it. By the way. Mike Tomlin could have been a Big Ten coach. And he said, never say never, whatever. I don't want a piece of that. That's true. Mike Tomlin could have been a Big Ten coach. Mike, you could have been a Big Ten coach. But instead, (laughs) you wouldn't listen to USC. Wow. Never say never, but never. That's what he said. By the way, and USC probably said the same thing about joining the Big Ten. Until yesterday. What do you got over there? All right. We were talking yesterday about uh, Joe Burrow. We love Joe Burrow. Bengals fans, we saw you in our mentions. We appreciate you as well. He's been to one Super Bowl. You know who else has been to one Super Bowl? Aaron Rodgers. Who's more likely to make the Super Bowl this year? Joe Burrow or Aaron Rodgers? I'll go with the guy who made it last year. I'll go Joe Burrow. Did Jamar Chase go to the uh, Vegas Raiders? No. Okay. Um, did the uh, so. did the Packers hit their one glaring weakness in free agency over and over again? Not that I know of. Drafted eh, a guy. I didn't stutter. The Bengals in back-to-back Super Bowls? Not very likely. More likely to make the Super Bowl this year. I will take the Cincinnati Bengals over the Green Bay Packers. How about that? I'm going to keep doubling and tripling and quadrupling down on this. I might still take the bills when it's all said and done anyway, but that's my right. And I've got two more months to figure this thing out. Bills are good. How about this one? Yes. Two teams that are going to have. By the way, an outstanding start. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I thought of that one at like 10 o'clock at night. I thought you meant 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Two teams starting new quarterbacks this year. Okay. More likely to make the playoffs. 49ers. Yeah, I knew you'd go there. Broncos. Oh, good one, Chris. I'll go 49ers. They almost made the Super Bowl last year, right? But not with that guy. I understand. Everybody's that that guy. This guy. He hasn't played in a while. That guy's not ready. This guy's not ready. Dude, I cannot wait to see Trey Lance come out of the box in Chicago, Illinois in week one, man. I cannot wait for that. Soldier Field, week one. 
San Francisco at Chicago. Do you got their schedule? Can we do this, please? Niner schedule? Let's do this. Niner, Niner schedule. schedule. No, no, no. I'm not doing win-loss. Not doing uh, win-loss. We still have we got a whole month of July, please. All right. Uh, let's pace yourself. We're Marathon. We're, 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 we're marathoning. We're not sprinting. That's fair. Interestingly enough, for your what's more likely, we've got a decision here in week number three, don't we? They're at Denver. They're hey. at Denver right hey. off the bat. Again, Russ can't quit the NFC West. He just can't. And nor they he. Um... I I I, li- I think they might even they're going to start two and zero at Chicago, home for San- Seattle. I think you're they right. might go to Denver and win that one too because they are good. Debo's not going anywhere; he'll be out there. They could get off to a very nice start in San Francisco at Carolina at Atlanta, weeks five and six. Again, it's very you're fraught with danger to to assume last year's result being a a, a harbinger of this year's. Abilities in Carolina I mean, and Atlanta. Look, I, I think but, first six weeks, if they're four and two, that's best case scenario. Okay, great. So, best case. But that guy, Trey Lance, hasn't played in a while. They're going to stink. They've got Jimmy G around. Jimmy G with half, half an, uh, a, you know, a torso. He's around just in case Trey has Trey Lance stinking insurance. That's not happening. <laughs> and I still need to see what's going on with Russ in Denver. And they're going to have, they, there will have to be some sort of, pains that they go through to get on the same page so what what are you Trey, laughing Trey at Lance stinking insurance that's pretty funny okay <laughs> uh all right let's talk more uh let's talk more quarterbacks by the way here. i'm talking myself into denver not being amounting to what everybody else thinks by the way big time you are i know that and i might i might big wind time. up having a lot of bronco orange egg on my face big entirely time. possible yeah, broncos fans not happy with it's okay i still love them as a franchise an organization and a coach and a quarterback I, you know it's all good elway what else? All right, Mike McCoy, uh, OC in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is making quicker decisions, guys. That's what the uh, that's what Robert Sala said about yeah. Zach Wilson. But Zach Wilson a little erratic and uh, with his accuracy in OTA. You're gonna go. What's more likely here? Who's more likely to make the biggest second year leap? Oh. Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence. I'll go Trevor Lawrence. I will go Trevor Lawrence. You know why? Not Urban Meyer. Around. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out and say Trevor Lawrence last year was in the long run and in the end unevaluable. Could not eat. You can't even evaluate him. Yeah. That's how dreadful it was there last year. It was not great. I've been around this game a while, Chris. Fortunate enough to say, you know, Next year, it'll be my 20th anniversary of being an NFL Network. Been around. What are we doing for that? Don't remember. I don't Get a cake. All right. I don't remember uh, any coach of a rookie quarterback taking their star running back out of the game and having the quarterback go up to him in the fourth quarter and say, where is the guy? We can put him back in? Oh, yeah. I forgot. We'll put him back in. Oh, yeah. No, I benched him. That's right. I'll put him back in because you asked. That's just one of the things. So I'll go Trevor Lawrence in that alone. In that alone. But I reserve Zach Wilson having now a much better scene around him talent-wise and protection-wise. Let's see how that one goes. I'm assuming Mekhi Becton, God bless, will not uh, play just one half of football this this fall. Yeah, that was What else you got over there, Chris? All right, more rookie quarterbacks. More rookie quarterbacks. Uh, more rookie quarterbacks. Who's more likely rookie quarterback to start a game first? 
Pick let's it. Go, let's go. Pick it. Yeah, I'm going the other way. Let's go Matt Corral, Malik Willis. I'll go none. Zero. Neither of those Full guys start a game this year? Correct. Uh, I think that's unlikely. Full blue Tarski. Interesting. Oh, yeah, man. Certainly if uh, Carolina's got the first and third overall picks of the 2018 draft on their team. Huh, you still think they get bigger? Matt Corral. Matt Corral. And, yeah, Matt Corral. I mean, something serious would have to happen there. You know, something serious would have to happen there. And the Titans depth chart. Let me just check just to make sure I understand what's happening right here. Tannehill. Uh, Malik Willis is second, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I would go. I'd go Willis over. I'd go Willis is more likely. But uh, that said, uh, I think neither of them start a game this year. Wow. That's my line. I went off the board for 50 to use a Joker's wild phrase. What else you got over there, Chris? Okay. Uh, how about this? Uh, more likely to have a top two pick again next year, Jags or Lions? Oh, man. You're so wrong for giving this. I guess you just got to take the or Lions. You, you I'll just like, take the Lions. Hey, you just went neither on the last one. You uh, can go I'll, neither. I'll go here. neither. I'll go neither. I think they'll both be improved enough. Okay. I think they'll both be improved enough, but if I have to say what's more likely, I'd say the Lions. All right, if it's neither, yes, who could be in the top oh, two? Oh my God! I want to. Can I have a glass half full to start July? Can I possibly do that? What do you want to go, Seattle? I didn't say that. Houston. Did. I didn't say those. Is that what you want to do? Is that what you want to hear from me? I want to go Seattle, actually. Uh, how about this? I got a better one for you. Here's a better one. Positivity to end. Thank this. you. All right. This, I want to play an upbeat record. Each of these two teams won nine games last year. <laughs> Each of these two teams won nine games last year. Who's more likely to get to 10 or more in the NFC, Eagles or Saints? Eagles. Eagles. Nobody's talking about them. TJ Jefferson knows the one people are talking about because oh, Jalen Hurts this, Jalen Hurts that. Oh, my gosh. They got it all set up. The table's wired there in Philadelphia. All they got to do is just hit the point, bro. <laughs> hit the point. That's it. Table's wired. Okay, Cowboy fan, who are you tweeting over there? Who are you tweeting over there? Who are you texting? Who's, uh, whose hip are you hitting right now in I'm the middle of what's more likely? I'm, I'm doing something on Instagram right now. Uh, very good. <laughs> it's a multitasker over there. Eagles. Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. What's more likely? My number two team on the top five teams that people are not talking about nearly enough. Under the radar screen because this is Cowboys this, Cowboys that. Washington dust-ups. You've got the Daniel Jones, new coach there in New York City. (laughs) Kayvon Thibodeau, all that business. Those are the bright, shiny objects. Nobody's talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. I am. There you go, baby. They probably like that. What's more likely? Well done, Chris. Oh! Okay. All right, we'll get one more. All All right, George. These two teams won... Nine games a year ago. AFC team to get to 10 or more. Chargers or Colts? I'll go Chargers. I'll go Los Angeles Chargers. That's where I'm going to go. I like this. I like the additions. Khalil Mack up front. JC Jackson in the back. Come on now. Herbert doing his business. Colts are nice. I know the Colts are nice. Colts could have made that list of teams that people aren't talking about enough. Oh, nobody's talking about the Colts. I need to see what Matt Ryan looks looks like in that. I think he's going to look great. Okay. I think they're going to be sneaky. Good. You do think, think they're going to be sneaky? Look, good? I think they're going to look great. Yeah. They're going to look great. They can run the ball. They Big got a nasty O line. What do they start with? I'm beginning to start looking at the schedule. I've been looking at the schedule a little more. 
I'm not reaching for the schedule anymore. It's, it's July. July. It's TJ and I's birthday month. <laughs> it's July. The Colts started Houston and then at Jacksonville. That's, oh, that's 2-0. Feeding the old bottom. <laughs> that's 2-0. Feeding the bottom. Then they got their home opener against Kansas City, then Tennessee. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's Ooh. tough. That's tough. Back oh, they're back. done with Jacksonville after six weeks. What are they doing? And they're after done with Tennessee after seven weeks. Jeez, they play four of their six division games in the first seven weeks. That's it, bro. That's their season, right? Essentially. Wow. I mean, three of the last four they can win. What at Minnesota, home for the Chargers at the Jets? You know what, man? Everybody looks at schedules. I know. We're just looking. Everyone looks at schedules. Who's the one who came on this show and said? you know, if you looked at your schedule and you saw Cincinnati on your schedule in December and you looked at your schedule in July and, like, Cincinnati's going to be in December, that's a win. Yeah. And they true. became the know. hottest team in the yeah. NFL. Right. You wanted no piece of them. And Burrow. That's what I'm saying. You see Giants-Texans to end the year, you're like, okay. Yeah. All right, let's take a break here on the Rich Eisen Show. TJ Jefferson uh, will help play us out uh, here on July 1st. 844-204-RICH, number to dial if you want to have a phone call as well. TJ Jefferson's top five regrets on something. All right. Stay tuned for what the something is next. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, getting set to head off to the 4th of July weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, We are going to be off next week uh, on our Peacock feed. Um, We will... um, have a radio show for everybody every single day between 12 and 3 Eastern time. Um, and uh, then after that, I uh, I will be off the following week after that. It'll be a uh, Ben Lyons week here on this program. He was nice. kind enough to sit in for me last year when I uh, was uh, going on vacation before doing Tokyo Gold, yep. Tokyo Gold. For, um, for Peacock, our friends at Peacock. And then I got, what's the word for it? COVID. Ugh. I'm feeling great now, and I'm heading out. Susan and I are heading uh, heading uh, out the door. Love it. While the kids are in camp. Have a great time, man. Thank you. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, TJ Jefferson. Yes, sir. Um, do you want to set up your bag here, or or what do you want to do? Yeah, let's, let's just, just get right to first it. All, I need. Yeah, just what? let's just get no, to no, it. No, what? No, no, just speak no, because it, the the funniest thing about this bag is the awkwardness when the bag starts because I don't have like a drop, so it's always very awkward to see like if Mike's going to play this or Jason's going to play this or what's going to happen. So let's just start to drop and let's. What in go. the world is in that bag? What you got in that bag? All right. Like we always do at this time, kaboom. Guess who stepped in the room? TJ's here. Listen, guys, 
I did the uh, all-time GOAT list over the last few days, and I think I had uh, fun with it. I think you guys kind of enjoyed it for the most part, and I think social media was, you know, pretty much on board with it, and they were... You know, they were happy with the majority we of the We loved picks. it, TJ. The majority it was of the great. It wasn't easy for you to easy. do. Stop reading the comments. But no, no, no. I, liked, I have to read the comments just to see maybe <laughs> if I was off somewhere. So as I reached into the big ass grab bag this week, I decided yeah. that I would present you guys with TJ's top five goat mulligans. Ah, All right. okay. And when You're I say the mulligans, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the list that I concocted, but. You know, taking a second look at it, maybe I let my heart override my head in some picks. Okay. And I, I, you know what? I, I picked five that I'm like, all right, I will accept that maybe I was wrong with these and uh, maybe change them on the on the list. All right. Mm-hmm. So coming in at number five, we're going to go Houston Oilers. Now, I had Bruce Matthews there. I still say he's very, very worthy of being that pick. You know, 19-year veteran, offensive line, one of the greatest O-linemen of all time. But I have to give a nod and I can understand if old schoolers fans wanted this in there to Earl Campbell. Like we mentioned him, but Earl Campbell for, you know, five years, four or five years was so dominant. And Look at so the way great. he's holding the ball there. It looks like he's about to throw it. Love yeah. bread. It's a low for bread. Like that's I mean, the way he's anyone like, ever had more jerseys torn off their no. body than Earl Campbell. Running I mean, like, people seriously. Over. He's the king of angry runs. So, he's yeah, the so of angry runs for Colorado. Rich Chris, Jason, I can't admit that maybe, you know, I could have yeah. gone another way oh, with I, that. I like pick. the Bruce Matthews. I did too. Okay. But, you know, I was, I'm a man of the people and I was listening to him. Uh, coming in at number four, the Chargers. I had LaDainian Tomlinson. I was pretty secure in that pick. But on second thought, maybe it could have or should have been Junior Seau. Just judging from some of the Chargers ah, fans I, talking to you about, I heard man. from, you know, um, the one, and Chris, you say don't read the comments. Most of the comments were pleasant. You know, of course, there are a few that tell me I'm stupid, but for the most part, they were encouraging. That and was mine, kind of, sorry. Yeah, I knew that was your burner. But yeah, Junior Seau would be the guy who, if I had to maybe make a choice, I'd throw him in there. Coming at number three, Rich, you really sold me on this one. Um, I said Aaron Rodgers was the greatest Packer of all time. You kind of gave me your thoughts, and I kind of have to agree. If you look at just the history and what the Packers mean to the league, mm-hmm. maybe it should have been Bart Starr as the uh, the GOAT Packer. There. So I'm saying yeah. it's just like how many people on their resumes can say, I was the first, first ever yeah. MVP of yeah. the Super Bowl. Oh, and then I was the first ever back-to-back MVP of the Super Bowls, and there were only two Super Bowls allowing me to do that, and I did it. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, I can look at the list and go, maybe I should have had Bart Starr in there. And then there were some wins before that too. A few, yeah, including the Ice Bowl. Maybe that's what it was, Rich. Maybe deep down the side, yes, it iced your heart. Yeah. All right, coming at number two, like Frozen. I can admit that I probably did get this one wrong. I was trying to show respect to a. uh, a member of the team who really helped start their culture and gave them their their motto and led them to to a Super Bowl. But judging from the amount of comments that I got, maybe I got this one wrong. So I'm going to say Carolina Panthers at two. Maybe it should have been Steve, Steve Smith, Smith Sr. Like I said, he was my pick until right before we went on air and I switched it. So I listened to the people. You know, I took a double look. And like I said, may I picked the Sam Mills with my heart. Sam Mills passed away early, you know, and yeah. so that was maybe a hard pick, guys. So I can admit that Steve Smith Sr. probably should have had that goat spot. And then coming in at number one, this one, you know, this guy could have been in two different spots and I left him out and I didn't mean to. Like I said, I was trying to think of what the fan base would want. Sometimes you can't do that. Since this is my list, I got to really go with my heart. And I got to say Reggie White's 
with all due respect to Brian Dawkins, could have been the greatest Eagle. Maybe should have. His stats certainly back it up. So, you know, Tenny Eagles fans are upset out there. You know, I can understand. Maybe I missed this one. Yep. And maybe I'll go with uh, the Minister of Defense there, the legendary Reggie White at number one. One big, huge-ass grab bag of mea culpa from <laughs> T.J. Jefferson right over there. Okay. You know. Like I said, I, I'm pretty secure in most of the picks, but you I were, can't admit that there were, were a few that... You were thinking of taking um, Joe Namath down off the board I, until the, I, I wanted to take Joe ledge, Namath off, I? but then uh, realistically, yeah, you can't who, really... Who could you, put, yeah. you could have put Revis. I could have put um, maybe Curtis Martin. Okay. Maybe Don Maynard, but it, it had to be Joe Willie. So so it's um, July 1, July right? 1st, Rich. July, July 1, 1st, yep. July 1st. Yep. Um, Yankees have a 12-and-a-half game Bobby lead Bobby. over the Boston Red Sox. Yep. How about a what's more likely? When I come back into this chair, okay. it'll be the Monday of All-Star Weekend. Great. Of All-Star Week. What's the lead at? What's more likely? Single digits or over 15? Single. Okay. You're not, not going to keep playing this hot. You're not going to keep playing 75 I will just tell you this, Chris. Think, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. We between, got two series between coming up. A, yeah. Yeah. No, actually, we've got we've just got the uh, – let me make sure here. I think there's yeah, it's two games. series. Yeah, Seven six, games. Yeah, yeah. Seven games between yeah. the Yankees and Red Sox oh, yeah. between now and then. And Chris Sale will be back. Oh, who cares? Who cares? Seriously. Last year, that's all I was oh, hoping geez. for fantasy-wise. He stunk. Sox you know have four it. nothing, in, in dude. Chicago how many years? Right how now. many? How many years does he rip up Paul Tuckett, and then he comes back to the majors, and he he rips up Paul Tuckett like he ripped up his old White Sox jersey that one time. <laughs> I mean, I think you've forgotten how good Chris Sale is, dude. I had Chris Sale stashed on my bench all last year because of exactly what you're talking about. Then he came back. He was mediocre last yeah, year. Last you year, and I both last know year it. he was injured. I know. So what is he this year? He's 29 and 12 the previous two years in Boston. What about now? Well, we're going to find out. If you're saying, okay. He right. missed 2020 for injury. Last year he was 5 and 1, and I'll he got take, hurt again. I'll take the over. Wow. Yeah. Are we going to put a sports drink on it? Sure. <laughs> Yanks, have, Yanks also have two against Pittsburgh and two against Cincinnati. Oh, way, way to beat up on the. Uh, I don't know. That's the, contend- the schedule. The you play the same people as we do. Uh, Dennis Dodd from CBS be three against Cincinnati said that sources are telling him Oregon and Washington have been told by the Big Ten that it is standing pat for now, waiting on a decision by Notre Dame. Ha! Notre Dame's on the clock, huh? What is it? Waiting on Notre Dame first to give you 17 teams? I don't understand that. Putting the... Two of Washington and Oregon on ice for the moment. We're waiting on Notre Dame first. Hey, man, Notre Dame is currently, as you know, associated with the ACC right now. They're playing a lot of their games as ACC. Right. They were a Big Ten. When I was in school, they were they were a virtual Big Ten team. They played Michigan. They played Michigan State. They played Purdue. I mean, sometimes Indiana. It makes sense for them to join the Big Ten. The problem for Notre Dame is in joining the Big Ten, and I say this with all earnest sincerity, the problem for Notre Dame when joining the Big Ten is they won't be able to duck Michigan like they currently are. That'll be a tough thing. You can't duck a team that's in your conference. You're going to have to play them. 
You can't just say, no, 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 we'll play you 13 years from now when the other team says, let's do it. You know, we used to start the the uh, year with Notre Dame every year. And they they did it, I I think, a couple of times in recent memory. And then Michigan is like, let's play some more. And no, no, no. So they can't duck Michigan anymore. That'll be that'll be a problem. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes absolute sense for Notre Dame to join the Big Ten. They are right in the heart of Big Ten country, or what we used to know it as. Right now, the heart of Big Ten country is, in fact, the state of Wyoming. That's <laughs> 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 so silly. Eastern Wyoming. Can somebody find out what, in fact, is the most centermost location between Los Angeles and Rutgers, if you could draw a line from one to the other? Where it would land? Would it be Nebraska? Would it be Lincoln? Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, probably. Wow. Hey, Phil Knight, thanks for that swoosh on all our jerseys, but you're going to have to wait your turn. We're talking to Notre Dame first. It could be Kansas. That is one tough message. What a flex that is. We'll chat soon, folks. Back on Peacock in a sec.